Well, you might as well call them the Philadelphia Bulldogs in 2023. Louis DiBiase and Gino Camilleri right here on Locked On Eagles, recapping the first round of the 2023 NFL Draft. The Philadelphia Eagles crushed it. Our takeaways coming up next. You are Locked On Eagles, your daily Philadelphia Eagles podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We thank you so much for making Lockdown Eagles your first listen each and every day. Today's episode is brought to you by Ultimate Football GM. Ever dreamed of becoming an NFL GM and managing your football franchise? Well, this game is definitely for you. Download the game. Just visit ultimate-gm.com or look it up on the App Store. Our listeners get a 100% free boost to their franchise when using the promo code LOCKDOWN in the game. I don't know, though, if you're going to be able to play the role of a GM better <laughs> than Howie Roseman. I don't know if anybody in the NFL can play the role of a GM better than Howie Roseman. He crushed it on day one of the 2023 NFL Draft. At pick 10, he took that selection and moved up just one spot for a 2024 fourth-round pick to the Chicago Bears to select Georgia defensive tackle Jalen Carter. What does he do as a follow-up act at 30 after suddenly the board just goes crazy, Gino? We're doing our four-hour live show thinking, how are these guys falling? How are some of these players? I mean, Jameer Gibbs is going 12th overall. It's just madness. Jack Campbell's going in the top 20. And suddenly the Eagles have the options of Brian Branch at 30, Joey Porter Jr. And who do they take, though, that we thought might be a selection at 10? Another Georgia pass rusher in Nolan Smith. They are just rebuilding the 2021 historic Georgia defense. And I love the approach, man. I mean, what an incredible night. I thought they couldn't top 2022, but this is as close as you could get, man. What a night. The Eagles usually have these full story, like full circle storylines. And Chip Kelly's quote of big people beat up little people, and people laughed at him for the longest time, right? But Howie Roseman has taken that MO the last couple of years. And what do you do? You go to the best school, which produces the best players, and you just take those guys. Yeah, it's a pretty good idea. But he used to try to outsmart himself, Gino. He would try to be the smartest guy in the room. But this, I love this approach. It's like, let's just take the best players at the best defense, maybe ever. Maybe ever? He's got four of them. I mean, Jordan Davis and N'Kobe Dean last year, now Nolan Smith and Jalen Carter. Good luck to opposing offensive lines. That's what I'm saying, man. And you, you draft to beat your division, too. And, like, what is good in your division? If there's good offensive lines and not only do you just like one up what you did last year with arguably the best line that you've ever had and almost beat the 85 bears in terms of sacks. And then all of a sudden you turn around and say, yeah, we have holes on the defensive secondary and we lost Chauncey Gardner Johnson and you lose your two starting linebackers. But guess what? The Eagles bread and butter has been winning on the defensive and offensive lines. It's what so they what do. And they stuck to do? it tonight. They did it, and in a way, Lou, where it wasn't forced, it wasn't like they're trying to outsmart themselves. They fell like in their lap. It fell in their lap. It fell in their lap. You gave up a fourth rounder, Gino, for two guys that I thought you're going to get one at 10. You're going to be able to choose mm-hmm. between one of these guys, both very likely options for the Eagles. We knew they'd probably have to move up for Carter. And the fact that you got both, what were the odds on that? And all you gave up was a 2024 fourth. It didn't mortgage the future. No, they didn't give up picks this year. 
Nope. Instead, they traded up and got another pick because of Jonathan Gannon tampering. Yeah, with the ninety-four to sixty-six, and you moved a bag of chips for <laughs> the ability to get Jalen Carter after Bijan Robinson was on the board. And you made a great point during the live show. Like, tell me teams don't draft for need when they clearly do because Jalen Carter any day of the week is better than those two tackles that went right. And the Eagles not only added to a position of need currently, but long-term somebody that's coming into a building that's going to fit the culture more than likely, because what was Georgia at the end of the day, like forget about the off field stuff. It was a culmination of some of the best athletes in football playing for a bigger goal to win national championships. And not only did they do it once, but they did it back to back. And you're adding these guys to Philadelphia in a year where Jordan Davis looks to take on a bigger role. And the Kobe Dean looks to take on a bigger role. These guys are going to have big time minutes. I mean, you're going to see Jalen Carter probably play at least 50% of the snaps. And it's neat. Nolan Smith is, he's going to be up. I mean, look at the fronts that you're going to be able to run now, Lou. Like the the create you're nine deep. Sean Desai. He's got to be licking his like Contavious Street is your ninth defensive lineman coming off a career year with the Saints mm-hmm. last year as an interior pass rusher. Like you said, I mean, you've already got Hassan Riddick and Josh Sweat, which is maybe the best duo of edge rushers in the league, if not its top tier. You've got Fletcher Cox coming off a seven sack season, as you mentioned. Jo- you know, Fletcher or Jordan Davis looking to take that next step in year two. Milton Williams in year three, and then you add again two of the heartbeats of a historic defense. One's an explosive pass rusher on the inside. One's on the outside that literally gets compared to Hassan Riddick. I mean, just a, a dream, a dream scenario, Gino, today. Like, I wanted Joey Porter Jr. or Brian Branch, but when you have maybe the best trio of corners in the league and now the deepest pass rushing unit, they're probably not going to get the amount of sacks they did last year, but this unit might be better than last year's. You can make the case for it, man. Like, Javon Hargrave played at an all-pro caliber level, right? And who do you lose from that group? Just Javon Hargrave. Just Hargrave. Right? And you're placing with maybe a younger version. Mm-hmm. And Contavious Street as well. And Derek Barnett is still on the roster, which is crazy, yeah, he's your 10th dude. Man. He's like your 12th guy off the bench. He's your Udonis Haslam. Yeah, like those Kyron Johnsons now and the Patrick Johnsons. It's like that's – those guys could be playing probably in rotation somewhere. And it's like, do they even have a spot in Philadelphia anymore? And. The good to great margin. I always talk about it like you sit on your hands sometimes at positions and you're saying, yeah, maybe we could have could have upgraded there. And the Eagles finally just are like, it doesn't matter who we have. Like, we're just going to draft the best guys at the positions that we value the highest. And it was so fitting that B. John Robinson was the pick right before they moved up to nine. And it's like, why were we wasting? Why was anybody wasting the time thinking that that was going to be the selection? Yeah, B. John helped push Carter down the yes. board, you know, who was predicting that? Nobody, absolutely nobody, man. And I'm so happy that we follow this team. I'm so happy that Howie Roseman had another chance because like, what if they move on from him? Like, do you get a draft this good? Like, do you get a roster this The last good? three years, man, he's been yeah. in his bag. I mean, and again, there's risks to this class. Like Nolan Smith, a lot of its traits, like some of his tape last year wasn't good, but, and with Jalen Carter, we know the off the field issues and the concerns, but this could pan out to be another class where you're like, there's two more 10 plus year core pieces on defense. Yeah, and I, like, and I kind of like that, you know, he went all in on defense, you know, like to me, this offense is set. You can get a second or third round developmental lineman for Jeff Stoutland to develop. And I kind of like just saying, let's just keep making the strength even stronger because you mentioned it on the live show outside of quarterback. What's 
just as important. It's going after the quarterback. If you're not going to invest in a quarterback because you already have one, you either take a corner to take away their best passing option, or you can just go to the root cause and just take guys that get to the quarterback. And Jalen Carter cemented what the Eagles are trying to do. That interior pressure still is a big thing for them. If you look at Milton Williams, you look at Fletcher Cox, and you look at Jordan Davis, Jordan Davis is going to be able to play that zero and one, and those other guys can just do their job. And what is their job? It's getting to the quarterback. Tonight was evident. The Philadelphia Eagles needed one stop in the Super Bowl, Lou. They're making sure that never happens again because it doesn't matter – who you have on that defensive line, it's going to be tough to stop those guys when your offensive line cannot get a rest, not get off the field, and these guys are running 10 guys deep right now. I mean, what a luxury of riches. And, and an offensive line, by the way, is not going to rotate the way you do. I mean, you're going to be no. fresh, as you mentioned, with 10 guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Brandon Graham's like going to get 33% of the snaps. And Unbelievable. He's just absolutely Coming off it. a career year with 11 sacks. Now you have the ability with Nolan Smith to just have this guy who unfortunately doesn't really have a position on the edge, which makes him that much better because you can move him up and down all over that. And he gets to learn from a guy that literally does that better than anybody in the league. Yeah, exactly. Um, This is from James Palmer real quick on Jalen Carter. Uh, Howie Roseman said, we understand that there was a reason why he was available at nine. And Roseman said he's one of the most talented players to come out of the draft in a long time. So I trust Howie Roseman. I trust the process. I trust what they are doing. They didn't make a Detroit Lions selection where you go running back and linebacker in the first round of an NFL draft. Right. Especially where there are blue chip prospects, man. And we talked about the idea of adding one of those top 15 guys, when's a chance you're going to be able to pick in the top 10 again? Thank you, Mickey Loomis. Thank you, New Orleans. Thank you, Saints. Yeah. Yes. Oh, Big my time. gosh, because you don't have a chance at Jalen Carter for no. sure. And I do want to get into, you know, maybe some of those risks off the field coming up next. The Philadelphia Eagles move up from 10 to 9 to take Jalen Carter from Georgia. What do they do at 30? They take another Georgia Bulldog, mm-hmm. Nolan Smith, on the edge. I like the Philadelphia Bulldogs a lot better than the Philadelphia Ducks, Gino, which they we thought they were going to try to do with Chip Kelly, but yeah. I'm sorry, man. But I, I like this idea a whole, yeah, a whole lot more. Guys, today's episode of Lockdown Eagles is brought to you by Ultimate Football GM. You've heard us talk about this mobile game, and it's been so much fun to play throughout the year. If you think you'd make a good GM, you got to give Ultimate Football GM a try. It's not as easy as you might think to create a dynasty when you play Ultimate Football GM. You get to control and manage every aspect of your team as you play through the seasons and lead your team to glory trying to build a historic dynasty. With Ultimate Football GM, you're responsible for controlling the destiny of your franchise by hiring the right coaches and coordinators, Managing your franchise through negotiating player salaries and terms, navigating your franchise through free agency and the draft, injuries, player personnel issues, all the ups and downs of a season, all in this challenging and realistic game world. Ultimate Football GM is completely free and playable offline. Play on the go as you want, when you want to. Lockdown Eagles listeners, you get a 100% free boost to your franchise when using the promo code LOCKDOWN in all caps in the game store. That's LOCKDOWN. So make sure to check it out today. To download the game, just visit ultimate-g gm.com or look it up in the app stores that's ultimate-gm.com ultimate football gm start your dynasty today all right eagles fans we are continuing on this thursday night edition of the locked on eagles podcast what a night it was Hmm. i don't think it tops 2022 trading up for jordan davis and trading for aj brown but Man, it is as close. Trading up for Jalen Carter and then having Nolan Smith fall in your lap. 
Gino just recreating one of the best defenses statistically, the 2021 Georgia National Championship defense that had Carter, that had Smith, that had Jordan Davis, that had Nicobe Dean, by certain metrics was second all time. In the, in the 21st century, it was better than any defense since 2005. I mean, when you look at like points allowed per game, the only ones that were better were 2011 Alabama and 2001 Miami. And you've now had Ooh. four elevenths of that unit on this. That's defense. crazy. And by the way, three of them aren't even going to be like every down players. Nicobe Dean is probably the only one you could say that about. Hey, we ain't done yet, bro. Kaylee Ringo and Cam Smith are still on yeah. the board, brother. Like, Keep it there's, going. There's that option that we could still go and do that as well. And yeah, that the the Howie paradigm shift was it was instrumental in what would occur over the last three drafts or so. And you talk about how good that defense was. We'll talk about how good that Alabama offense was with Henry Ruggs and Jalen Waddell and Devontae Smith. So what does Howie Roseman do? He says, well, I'll draft one of their linemen and I'll draft one of their wide receivers. And oh, and I have says, one of the quarterbacks too. Yeah, and I have the quarterback as well. And then he goes, yeah, think about that, Lou. So technically he has nine picks over the, right? Yeah. Landon Dickerson, Jalen Hurts. Devontae Smith. Okay, so seven. I miscounted. So three Bama players, four Georgia Bulldogs from three respective national champions. Before that, he teams. never took any players from those no. teams. Yeah, Not he's a trying to one. outsmart himself. I mean, gone are the days of the Jalen Rager picks, man. Like, gone are those days. It, how, how does this guy do it? How does he get away with it? Like, how, well, how and does part the of NFL it, you know, allow this to happen? This I don't get it. was just on drugs. I mean, some of the players that were going. I mean, you look at Bijan Robinson goes ahead of Carter at eight, even right after the Eagles at ten. Who did Chicago pick? The Tennessee tackle, right? Yes, right. Darnell Wright. Yeah, yep. Darnell Wright. Jameer Gibbs goes at twelve. Emmanuel Forbes is the second corner off the board. Mm -hmm. I mean, Christian Gonzalez falls outside what the top fifteen to the Patriots at seventeen. Yep. Jack, Jack Campbell, Campbell at the yeah, the Iowa linebacker goes off the board. Then there was that huge run of receivers and tight ends in the twenties, which was big to push some of these prospects down. But Gino, the fact that like there were a lot of guys that I was okay with at 10 to 15 if you traded down that were available at 30. It wasn't just Nolan Smith. It was Joey Porter mm -hmm. Jr. It was Brian Branch, who both, by the way, are still available. Cody Mock, Osiris Torrance. The fact that you got, to me, basically two top 15 players is just incredible. And, and the Carter thing, again, yes. I, I know why he was available, how he said it himself. There's risk to this for sure. But if he, wouldn't you agree if he's going to succeed anywhere, it's in Philadelphia? Yeah, it's not a Cleveland. It's not a Vegas. No. It's not one of those environments. Not a Jacksonville even. It's, it's Philadelphia. Like There's a reason the Georgias are the Georgias and the Alabamas are the Alabamas. And people need to start respecting the Philadelphia Eagles for being one of the best franchises in the 21st century. I think right now they might have the best culture. It's not just the veteran leaders, you know, like Fletcher Cox yeah. he's going to learn from, but his teammates at Georgia are going to hold him in check. And look at the culture setters that are all under the age of 25, like Jalen Hurts, Devontae Smith. I mean, AJ this is Brown. the... Yeah. yeah. If you're not working at 110% every day, you're the one that's going to be an outlier. Without a doubt. And yeah, it, it is a concern always, but I always yeah. go back to the first day in the scouting academy. Anybody can find what somebody does wrong, but how many people can find what the person does right? It's clear what Jalen Carter is and... If the Philadelphia Eagles took that risk on the Kobe Dean and Landon Dickerson, even with that injury, it's a different type of risk, 
But yeah. how great has that reward been? It's a type of betting that isn't just luck. It's not like roulette where you just put a number down and hope it hits. It's like blackjack. There's a little bit of skill to it. You're still playing against the rest of the league, but Howie Roseman might be playing with maybe a little bit more stacked of a deck because he's been around and he's not in a desperate situation. And watching draft day this morning made me think of it like called the most desperate guy, you know, and I, it made me think it's like, Oh, that's who John Robinson was last year. When you got AJ Brown, it's like Howie will never be that guy. He's always the guy on the other end that is hanging up the phone saying, Oh, that price that you wanted to pay. No, we're going to change that price. And it's going to be a little different. And the price he got on Jalen Carter was like walking into a Ferrari dealership and paying the yeah. price of a Toyota Camry. And again, like I know there's no middle ground here. He's either going to be out of the league or a Hall of Famer, but that's worth it. I like taking big swings, yes. you know, and I, I too, think man. he's worth Always. it. Like a premier position they value, a pass rusher, which is what we wanted at that spot. Like to replace Javon, it sucked losing Javon Hargrave, right? Gets 20 plus million a year in San Francisco, but you might have got a younger, cheaper version of him, if not better. I mean, Carter, like I said before, might have been, might have been the most talented prospect if you remove position in this class. And I, the, the risk is off the field, but I think I, I trust, I don't know enough about the situation to have an opinion, but if Philadelphia was willing to trade up for him, they got to be pretty comfortable that this is going to work. Why shouldn't they? Why shouldn't they think that this guy who just won two national championships was captained by Jordan Davis, was captained by N'Kobe Dean, has been in a locker room where all they know is winning. All they know is, like, if he didn't affect Georgia, Lou, like, how is he going to affect the culture in Philadelphia when you have more established guys? Like, oh, they won't let Georgia, him. They're not going to let him throw this yeah. off. They're trying to run this back, man. Especially it's when important. it's player-led. Like, player-led leadership right. right is so much more than just having and like when it's young players too yes exactly exactly and it's not just kirby smart and the rest of the guys like the gas the quality control guys because most guys are only there together two three years even with jordan davis you're only there for a couple of years you have the jason kelsey's and lane johnson's and fletcher cox who just transcend things in philadelphia they transcend right. the sport brandon they're, graham they're, yeah they're bigger than than what this and jalen hurts now like you're you're talking yeah. about this culture it's the thing they never had with carson Wentz, in my opinion was like that player-led thing like there was always like something in the background that we were missing out on and we finally found out about it and hopefully that doesn't happen this go around but it really does like how is that going to happen what's going to see in there like what I is going to be the rat poison I, well, I don't see it happening and, you know, you even look through, you know, Nolan Smith doesn't have the off-the-field concerns, but he's a traits guy, right, that, mm -hmm. you know, still has some work. Maybe. He's an undersized edge rusher that's explosive. Who does he comp to the most? Hassan Riddick. Like, now he's going to get to learn. You know, Jalen Carter gets to learn from Fletcher Cox. Nolan Smith gets to learn from Hassan Riddick, which is, like, the best-case scenario of who Nolan Smith could be. I mean, that mm -hmm. is so exciting, and he doesn't have to come in right away. Neither one of these guys have to come in right away and carry the load and that's a really nice yep. situation to be in too it's it's exciting again it's high risk high reward i think for both but for nolan smith too though gino the value at 30 is incredible i would have been comfortable at 10 the fact that you got him 20 picks later he had mm -hmm. the highest sack rate of any pass rusher on the edge this year in this class and he was second in pressure rate at 16.3 percent. he was only behind will anderson from alabama heck of a player man and you said, is it a high risk, high reward? Yeah, but let's take a look at what that top 10 pick was. You're picking 20 picks later 
because yeah, that's where you ended that up. Anyway, I guess you right? might not have had that pick, and you're not giving up like a Will Anderson type of deal where you're moving up ten spots. We thought that would be a scenario where we're saying, yeah, that's a high risk. Like you're putting a lot of at. I mean, you give up a pick that you didn't have before and a fourth rounder next year, which really has the value of a fifth rounder this year. So, man, I think the the reward is going to highly outweigh the risk with this kid, man. And Nolan Smith, like even if one of the teams, two, man. which both of them should work out for the long term. Even if one of the two works out, like you still hammered this draft, man. Yeah, like, I, I thought mean, they were only only gonna be able to get one of these yeah. guys, Gino. And that's the thing: the fact that now you're like nine or ten deep with this pass rush is absolutely incredible. And they they crushed it today. The fact that you got both guys just for one fourth round selection is awesome. And, and they stuck to their guns. This is what this team does. They believe in pass rushers. They believe in the island positions. They believe in the guys that mm-hmm. go after the quarterback that cover the receivers and mm-hmm. the actual guys that catch and throw the football and then the rest they'll figure out. And yeah. that's what they did today, man. And um, it is exciting for sure. Again, I don't know if they'll top the 2022 team in sack totals, but this, this team probably up front has a higher ceiling, man. I mean, with Nolan Smith, I mean, cause you replace Hargrave with Carter and then you add Nolan Smith in and you didn't lose. I mean, who was your fourth edge rusher last year it was Robert Quinn. Yeah. So I think that that's this is going to be an upgrade, uh, Gino. Just a we, bit. yeah, I think just a little bit. <laughs> so Gino, we'll move on to pick sixty-two and sixty-six tomorrow in the second mm-hmm. and third round. Coming up next, right here on the Lockdown Eagles podcast. What do we want now that we have two premier pass rushers from Georgia, Jalen Carter and Nolan Smith? What's next? That's coming up to wrap up this Thursday edition of the Lockdown Eagles podcast. And this episode of LOE is brought to you by Built Bar. If you want something that is close to a sweet of adding Jalen Carter and Nolan Smith within a three-hour period, I definitely recommend you check out our friends over at Built Bar. If you're like me and you want to make healthier snack choices, but you don't want to compromise on taste, there's only one protein bar, and that is Built Bars or Built Puffs, if that is your cup of tea. Built Bars aren't only amazing and healthy. They are delicious with 100% real dark chocolate. So you're getting dark chocolate with flavors like churro, peanut butter brownie, and cookies and cream. When I took a break from the stream, I went and had about two of those things to get me through our live show. They are the best. They're constantly coming in the mail, and I ran out, so I actually had to go to Sam's Club to get a 13-bar box. And then I went to Walmart as well. Different flavors at each store. You can get a four-bar box there as well. If you're close to a Sam's Club or Walmart, make sure you go check them out. They have delicious flavors like cookie and cream, double chocolate, coconut puff, brownie batter puff, and churro puff. The only thing as sweet as supporting the Philadelphia Eagles is our friends over at Bilt Bar. All right, Eagles fans, we're wrapping up our draft recap podcast. The Philadelphia Eagles trade up from 10 to 9 to take Jalen Carter, the Georgia edge rusher, or defensive tackle, but he'll line up everywhere. So will Mm -hmm. Nolan Smith. I mean, they're jack-of-all-trades up front who falls right in the Eagles' lap at pick 30. So, Gino, the Eagles have the 62nd pick in the second round tomorrow night. They also have pick 66 now. So for people that don't know, right before the draft, we learned that the Eagles and Cardinals agreed on a settlement with Jonathan Gannon's tampering case. Apparently, he talked to the Cardinals before he said he did. Jonathan Gannon lying. Shocker. Shocker. But that's what happened. So the Eagles swapped thirds. They move up from 94 to 66. They move up 28 spots in the third round, and they also give up a 2024 fifth-round pick. Mm -hmm. So got two picks in the 60s tomorrow now, Gino. And there's a lot of guys I like that are still on the board. The fact that the likes of Brian Branch are available, Joey Porter Jr., Cody Mock, Osiris Torrance, 
there are a lot of players that I like up front on the offensive line and in the defensive backfield, which is where I'm hoping that they uh, shift focus. I'm saying now you have to go in and find a way to maybe help some immediate needs. Like it would be good now to get a, a safety, somebody in the defensive backfield, even. And I think at the same time, you could try and find a right guard there right away. Right. And there's a lot of those guys still available, man. And now with that 62nd and 65th pick, it opens up the idea of potentially trading up to get one of those guys or yeah. even trading down to add more of those picks, man. Because I would love to trade up for Brian Branch, man. Yeah, that, that would be key. And I mentioned the Landon Collins draft, I think, a couple of days ago on the show that when the Giants were sitting there with that first pick, a lot of teams were calling, but they were like, oh, no, we want Landon Collins. There will probably be a couple of those guys tomorrow where those teams are like, yeah, we want to go up and get our guy. And the Philadelphia Eagles, we always talked about this was quality over quantity in yeah. this draft, Lou. Like you walk away in first three day or first three picks with two Georgia guys, back it up with Brian Branch from Alabama. Well, and it, it's not just, you know, the linemen I mentioned in the defensive backs, but I don't think Michael Mayer got selected, right? The nope. Notre Dame tight end. It was Washington as well. Just yeah, Dalton Kincaid went. If you want to take another Georgia guy, yeah, tight end Darnell Washington is available. Sam Laporta from Iowa is also there. At receiver, you've got Tank Dell. So there are a lot of options that I like tomorrow, man. So Tajay Spears I, at the back. Tajay Spears, I mean, the two-lane running well. back, would be a lot of fun. You've got optionality, man, and this team just looks so beautifully set up. And again, I, just to wrap up the show, I, you know, we've we've had a lot of great moments on our live shows over the last five years. And I didn't think you could top last year. And I probably said the same thing about 2021. Trading up for Devontae was electric. But this was, I mean, the, the run that Howie's been on these last three drafts has been insane. The recovery of Howie is, and Carter was part of the, the Wentz trade. It continues on, man. Not a Phoenix, but like the next closest thing to rise from like, a terrible season. Like what is an equivalent turnaround in sports? Like when has that happened, man? Like you lose arguably the most important position and you're not yeah. waiting a decade. You're not waiting five years. You're waiting a year and a half. Not even a year. Yeah. A year. And not only that, but you're playing six dimensional chess with guys that are still trying to figure out how to open a box of checkers at this point, man. Like, Mickey Loomis giving you that pick allowed you to get Jalen Carter and for nobody, nobody to even like throw a bluff trade out there, like try and like force the Eagles to have to move up. Like, oh, Seattle, we're taking Jalen Carter, but we end up taking Devon Witherspoon. I mean, it, sometimes luck is better than skill, man. And like, yeah. they got to have it. They really lucked into that pick, brother. Like, Jalen Carter and Nolan Smith, like, that's on the rest of the NFL. It's on the it really the NFL. Is. I don't so, feel bad. I feel freaking phenomenal right now. Good luck to opposing quarterbacks and offensive mm -hmm. linemen next year that do not Bingo. rotate like this front seven is going to. We've got more coverage for you tomorrow. Um, going to go live when the Eagles are on the clock. We'll do a recap podcast Friday night as well. Pick mm -hmm. 62 and 66 tomorrow. Of course, they could trade up. They could trade down. Right now, though, it's 62 and 66. Subscribe to Lockdown Eagles on all podcast platforms. You can find our live reactions to the picks on YouTube. Our entire four-hour live show is recorded and posted on the channel. We've got reactions. Gino and I hopped on the Lockdown shows on our YouTube channel. Our initial takeaways from the Carter and Smith picks. We're going to be 
posting articles on Fox 43. We're grinding the draft. We still got two more days right here on the Lockdown Podcast Network. Your team every day. Shout out to the everydayers of the Lockdown Eagles podcast. That's going to do it, though, for today's edition of the show. Jalen Carter and Nolan Smith are Eagles. For Gino Camilleri, I'm Lou DiBiase signing off. As always, thank you for downloading. Thank you for watching and listening. And let's go, birds. And fly, Philadelphia Bulldogs, fly.